0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from Beginning to End. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 58, chapter 6, part 1, pages 127 through 129. Chapter 6, Concerning the Virtue of Obedience. On the Blessed Virgin Mary's obedience to elders. The Blessed Virgin Mary's supreme obedience to God has been largely discussed in earlier parts of this book, especially on the occasion of examining the topic of the love of God, which is the source of harmony between our will and the will of the Creator. However, since the virtue of obedience consists not only in total agreement with the will of God, But also, in showing obedience to people for the sake of God, we should mention here this second aspect. The Blessed Virgin Mary also gave us examples of this kind of obedience. Obedience to the will of God is manifested through obedience to people. Although obedience to God is nobler, because of the dignity of His persons, than obedience to people, the latter requires a greater effort self-denial, and humility. For this reason, obedience towards people gains a greater reward from God and gives testimony of the submission of our souls to the Almighty. St. Bonaventure wrote, A total surrender to the Creator and Redeemer is a high degree of obedience, but an even higher degree of obedience seems to be an obedience shown to people in the name of God. That's from Bonavirch's work on virtue. The Blessed Virgin Mary gave us a beautiful example by obeying the will of her parents from her earliest years. Inspired by God, St. Matilda wrote that even in childhood, the Blessed Virgin Mary was so obedient and subordinate to her parents that she never offended or saddened them by word or deed. She behaved in the same way towards other people, gaining their respect and love. During Mary's stay at the temple, she was respectful towards priests and carried out the high priest's orders without questioning. St. Bonaventure writes that the Virgin Mary asked God in prayer for the virtue of obedience towards her superiors. That's from chapter 4 of his Life on Christ. Having married St. Joseph, Mary did not refuse, notwithstanding her much higher status as the Mother of God and Queen of Heaven, to show him obedience, and not for some short time, but for thirty-one years, for she knew that God's will was for a woman to be obedient to her husband's will. The Holy Scriptures recorded that in all her works, Sarah was obedient to her husband Abraham, whom she called her master. The Blessed Virgin Mary was even more obedient to St. Joseph when they lived in Nazareth, went to Bethlehem, and fled to Egypt. In Egypt she served him, according to St. Anselm, for the entire seven years. Although Mary endured poverty and many discomforts, she did not complain nor pressure St. Joseph to return from exile, but abided most humbly by his will for she knew that being obedient to her husband meant being obedient to God himself. Moreover, in her conversations with St. Joseph, Mary never forgot to show him the respect due to a husband whom God had appointed protector for her, her and little Jesus. As they found Jesus in the temple, Mary addressed him in these words, Behold, your father and I have been looking for you anxiously. That's from Luke chapter 2, verse 48. She called Joseph his father, for in that way she wanted to show him respect. While he was not Jesus' biological father, she called him so, since everyone thought Joseph to be Jesus' father. Besides, Mary mentions Joseph first and herself only after him. Your father and I. It is a great virtue to show obedience to elders and superiors when they rule wisely and leniently, but even greater to show obedience to elders who are rough, demand things that are not always right and just, and order the performance of complicated and very difficult tasks. That is the opinion of St. Bonaventure, who considers the second level of obedience to be the higher of the two because... Its manifestation requires a much greater love of God and more perfect practice of the virtues. This form of obedience also has more merit in the eyes of God. St. Peter the Apostle wrote, Servants, be submissive to your masters with all respect, not only to the kind and gentle, but also to the overbearing. For one is approved if, mindful of God, he endures pain while suffering, unjustly. That's from first letter of Peter chapter 2 verses 18 and 19. The Blessed Virgin Mary left us the example of such obedience as she went to Bethlehem, her birthplace, at Caesar Augustus's orders to fulfill her duty of enrolling in the Roman Empire census and paying taxes. She humbly surrendered to this difficult order, even though it involved her traveling, despite her pregnancy, 140 kilometers from Nazareth to Bethlehem to be enrolled in the census, for all women were obliged to participate. St. Luke, the evangelist, writes, And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. As from Luke, chapter 2, verse 45. By surrendering out of love for the virtue of obedience to this taxing and unjust order, the Blessed Virgin Mary left us the example of perfect submission to the will of superiors, even if their orders be difficult and unpleasant. In this new chapter, Venerable Casimir turns to the virtue of obedience in our Blessed Virgin Mary. He has already mentioned her obedience to God in previous chapters. Here, he wants to show her obedience to others because it is the will of God. He says that obedience to others is more difficult than obedience to God because it requires greater effort, self-denial, and humility. Casimir mentions works of St. Matilda, the younger sister of St. Gertrude, um, who spoke of Mary's obedience to her parents, Pope Benedict once said that St. Matilda received many graces from God for our benefit, much like St. Faustina did, and that she was illuminated by the divine grace of mystic contemplation. Casimir states that St. Bonaventure wrote of Mary's asking God in prayer for the virtue of obedience toward her superiors. When she was in the temple as a young girl, she was obedient to the high priest and respectful toward the priests. She was obedient to Saint Joseph despite uh, her status as the mother of God and she was so throughout their married lives. The Holy Family lived in Nazareth, They briefly went to Bethlehem for the birth of Jesus and then they were in Egypt for several years. Mary was obedient through all of the changes and the turmoil, turmoil of their lives. And Mary was obedient and respectful to the civil leaders regarding the census at the time of Jesus' birth. It meant she had to make a difficult journey when she was pregnant, uh, probably around 80 miles, um, giving birth to her son in an animal stable. Mary can teach us the meaning of the virtue of obedience. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant Kazmir, and grant us the zeal, to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession, and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazimir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence, to the following address Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking, And God bless you.